welcome to the Coffee and Conversation podcast, the podcast that celebrates great people making amazing things happen. This podcast series provides a space for some fabulous people to share their stories and find a voice within our ever-changing world. It is a space that simply encourages sparky conversations, because there is most definitely always something to be learned from every interesting conversation, however unscripted. At its heart, this podcast is built on the belief that each of us experiences the world in our own unique way, meaning that we all have our own story to share. The Coffee and Conversation podcast aims to uncover a range of perhaps previously unheard stories in an informal, engaging way, so that we can all connect, explore, grow and learn from the great people behind these tales. Happy listening. On today's episode of the Coffee and Conversation podcast, I'm joined by Claire Buckle, a disability and inclusion specialist with a passion for helping others to grow more inclusive communities within our wider society. As a retired GB para-athlete, Claire has over 20 years of experience of para-sport as both athlete and coach. Growing up in an incredibly supportive family, where her disability was almost a taboo subject, she has never allowed her cerebral palsy to stop her chasing her dreams. Claire now uses her lived experiences of school, sport and setting up her own social enterprise to support the next generation in their learning and growth. Welcome to this edition of uh, the Coffee and Conversation podcast and I am delighted today to be joined by Claire Buckle Um, and we're going to talk about a huge range of things around um, sport and belonging and um, equality and awareness and all sorts of things. Um, but as ever, I am sat in Scotland. However, I am sitting in a different place today. So I'm usually sitting in my office, but I'm today looking out out of my patio window onto a bit of a grey kind of cloudy sky. Um, but actually, yeah, it's feeling quite bright. So that's good. Um, and I'm just finishing a cup of coffee. Um, so, uh, so that's me. But uh, so welcome, Claire. It's great to be talking to you. And uh, can you give us a bit of a, an insight into where in the world you are? And, uh, and how things are for you at the moment. Hi, so um, I am in Lancashire. I'm in Preston. Uh, uh, I'm actually my like, spare room, you know, in my little office. Um, and it's grey outside, but it's actually really warm. So, yeah, mm. that is actually where I am today. Excellent. And we were having a quick chat before we started recording and both of us were saying how nice it's been to have some sunshine. And um, yeah, saying we've got our, our traditional kind of um, British T-shirt tans <laughs> of uh, <laughs> yeah, brown knees and brown elbows and then uh, yeah, T-shirts and short lines. <laughs> which is, yeah, which I think is how this summer's, the rest of the summer's going to go. Um, so yeah, so it's, uh, I don't know, sunshine, you know, get some, get some good sun. Um, but look, Claire, it's great to be talking to you. And I think um, I have Dave Padgett again to, print, uh, to thank for the introduction to, to this, today's guest. And uh, it's interesting, I, I, w- I was referring to Dave in our quick conversation beforehand. And um, Claire said to me, oh, it's really strange because I don't know him as that. Um, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, Claire, Claire knows him as Padge. So. Padge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we confused ourselves to start with, but but again, it's a great you know it's a great um, example of connections and just how a random conversation with somebody can lead to to linking up and um, and you know it's great to great to have you on board and I'm looking forward to to hearing your story over the next half an hour or so uh, and so as ever we will start with a quote and I know you have brought along um, a piece of poetry that is close to your heart. So, so how about you start by um, sharing that poem with us and then we'll explore a little bit about why you've chosen it and what it means to you. Okay, so it's called Don't Quit and, it's, and it says, when 
things go wrong as they sometimes will when the road you're trudging seems uphill when the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile but you have to sigh when care is pressing you down a bit rest if you must but don't you quit life is queer with its twists and turns as everyone as every one of us sometimes learns a failure a and many a failure turns about when he might have run had he had he had he stuck it out don't give up though the pace seems slow you may succeed as you with another blow success is failure turned inside out the silver tint of the clouds of doubt and you never can tell how close you are it may be near when it seems so far so stick to the fight actually when you're hardest hit it's when things seem worst that you must not quit so that is my poem fabulous thank you and uh yeah i love i love the poem and i'd not heard it before you shared it with me so uh, so I, I really like the words and, and what it stands for um but what about you so why have you chosen that poem and what, what, now why is it special to you um so i i i started athletics um where i met dave um and <laughs> Yeah, and um, and then it was a poem that my mum and I gave gave actually me when I had my first ever competition. Um, no, no, no one has little cards, mm-hmm. and I and I photo and I had it and in my wallet for the rest and, and it's actually been there for what 24 years since so no and no and when I'm struggling with stuff I actually get out and actually now now actually I run my own business and um life is quite hard and stressful at times I have a copy um pinned on my calm computer screen and I just read it every day and it's you know it, you know, it is like just actually there the whole time now and it actually means a lot brilliant so yeah that's actually where it came from and I really I really like the fact that it's been with you for such a long time and the fact that it came you know it's something that your parents gave you and you've sort of taken hold of it and kept going back to it when things get tough whether that be in terms of athletics or, or you mentioned you know in terms of running your own business so it feels like almost a constant in life oh it is and you know life is a challenge for actually many people you know we know we all have our own challenges and I think it 
it just actually reminds me of that as well. Um, knowing that, you know, and even though I might be struggling, someone else is also struggling somewhere else. And it's like, no, 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 if I quit, what is, what is, what is, you know, like, I mean, like, and like in impact, actually, that might have on someone else. Mm. So, so I, so I, I always try and, not quit anything mm. it's really hard not to <laughs> quit but I try and not yeah and I think it, I like that there's a couple of things in there that, that I hear when you're talking there's, there's one around you know other yes you're you're struggling and so are others you might not be able to see it and they might not they might choose not to allow you to see it but it's that recognition almost that in in your mind but equally it's not um it's acknowledging that things may may get tough or they will be hard and you know things aren't always easy and I think accepting that sometimes is is part of the challenge in terms of kind of going okay it's quite hard and it, yeah I do feel it's hard today and I just need to keep taking that one step and, and I think the poem certainly says to me you know those sorts of things that it's not you know life isn't plain sailing and things aren't always going to go your way um, yeah. but just keep you know keep plodding on and even if that's one small step um, it's taking you towards that right direction. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. And you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned there you met um, Dave, Padge, however you want to call him. Um, Dave, through athletics. So tell, yes. talk to me, yeah, talk to me a little bit about your athletics and how you ended up. Um, because I know you, you've got a fairly uh, extensive um, <laughs> experience within the sport. And so, yeah, how, how did you yeah. get into athletics and what's it, you know, what's it brought it, for you? Um, so it, I started athletics randomly. Um, I used to trampoline, um, and I watched my trampoline coach actually break his leg, and yeah, it, it was it was horrendous. Um, then this um, woman that was doing um, special needs gym gymnastics at the time asked or just came over and said would would I like to have a go at, at like at, at athletics and I was and I was six I was I was 16 so I was quite actually I, I was quite old and I was like yeah yeah yes I'll just have a go it's you know I played all all sports when I was in, in school and just ride my bike a lot and stuff. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll have a go. Um, never expecting to be good, <laughs> I think the word is. Um, so within a month of, of starting, I had my first competition, um, broke the national records had stood for years and years and years. Um, wow. And what event was it, or what events did you get involved in? And I did discuss and shot put. Ah, okay, so um, a thrower, yeah, so a fellow yeah. thrower. Yes, yes. Um, knowing that was in the June, I did, and the Nationals in this, in this September and one, then I um, joined the National England squad where I met 
day when we um, we had a game of football, you know, as a actual warm up, and I knocked him over and <laughs> and stuff, and that's how our friendship started. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, excellent. I was quite, I was quite harsh at football. I never let boys anywhere near the ball. It was just my ball. And that was it. Excellent. So, yeah. Excellent. So, 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 and has sport been something, you know, clearly athletics is something that, um, in your words, you were quite good at and it kind of caught your, caught your passion and, and has, you know, given you some experience, but has sport always been something that's been uh, important to you and, and played a part in your life? You mentioned, you, you know, cycling and doing all sorts of things. Yeah. I remember, you know, as a, we, I must have been eight or nine and mum was, trying to find sports that I could do at a high level and stuff. So, um, you know, like I would try everything. In school, I played netball. I was the school um, ho- hockey goalie. We didn't have to move. So I just got, I just had to, just had to stand there and not, no, not. So that's how I was that. I tried, uh, lacrosse I tried cricket um I used to play football and football still actually means a lot actually to me actually now and I and I and I, and I cycle and I run and I do all of those those sports still so sport has actually played a huge role and in my life and uh, and I think the the experiences that I had in school I think I think sport has actually made me who I am and it's actually made me realize and show actually where I fit into society you know that you are because I I struggle to find my place in school and you know as a youngster I didn't um have actually many friends and I was actually bullied quite a lot so I think sport has shown me that I am actually good at something and I have a role and in in life and in the world mm. uh, yeah and I think you know we we in our you know we often talk about sports and being in a team as being quite important and that's sort of generating a sense of belonging. And it feels like from some of the things that you're talking about and the, you've met, there's lots of team sports that you've mentioned in there in terms of finding your place. And um, so it, you know, has belonging been something that's been quite important to you, particularly as you say, you know, you started to find your place in society and feel like you could, you know, you're, you found, you know, where, who you were almost. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I, you know, like actually um, in school, I never had uh, like a group of friends up until I was, I was in sixth form, really. Um, and then having that I, group of friends that I had, and I still have now, and then just actually, I have a huge amount of random friends from from all over the country and it's just really nice to know that I can 
turned somebody or, you know, we were all out kind of there and we still see. I think being in, in, in school and very lonely and not as you really expected mm. um, has actually made my friendship group now and the need to be part of a group really important. And you know, is this how do you sort of feel around like things like shared experiences and you know the people? I'm I'm I'm, I'm making big assumptions here, um, but in terms of sport and athletics, uh, you know, you're you're sort of in an environment where you're all sharing similar experiences in terms of preparing for competition or training or you know maybe going back to your poem, everybody facing different challenges um, in order to you know perform and be able to be at your best. You know, how have how have some of those things, or, or what are your th- reflections on some of the shared experiences and where sport has given you that, but perhaps you know maybe turning up at school or other things maybe haven't given you as much. I think sport and especially para sport and this ability sport, you are like all on the same level. You all have your own challenges, your own experiences. Knowing that helps with the sense of belonging. Mm. Um, and, and, and I think as being, being involved in Parasport, we all laugh together and we all cry together and we actually know how how everyone else is actually feeling and knowing that shared it, it experiences really helped and really showed me I am not I am not I'm the only one going through a crap time knowing that was that was probably the turning point knowing it no, in my life, as it, no, it actually made me grow in confidence. Um, so yeah, it was about that. And that, you know, that again almost links back to the poem in terms of you know, okay, you might be having a hard day, but so are others. And sometimes just being able to have a conversation with somebody or acknowledge that actually, wow, do you know what? Yeah, I'm having a bad day today. Um, and somebody else going, yeah, me too. And sometimes just that process of sharing what you're having a bad you know neither of you particularly need a fit you're not looking for the other person to fix your bad day but just to be able to go actually it's okay for us both to sit here and go hmm yeah I've had better days makes things seem somehow a bit more okay yes and it's easier to rant if someone else understands as well (laughs) yeah (laughs) they look at you and go what are you talking about now Listen. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah and sometimes all you need is just somebody to listen to you and just nod and go yeah yeah and that's it and then you feel better yes and, uh, yeah it's well, a lot. <laughs> excellent and so, so in terms of sport I know as a you know you've obviously taken part in sport as a you know for fun when you were growing up you know as a serious athlete as you've you know got older and you know in terms of the work that you do now um you know, what sort of things are you taking from your experiences 
that you're building into your work and perhaps you know as well maybe just give us an insight into the type of work that you do and and how you're you know how you're bringing all of these things together yeah so I set up a social enterprise in so it was it was set up in 2019 um, and it's called ability consultancy um, and I set it up um, with the idea of um, of trying to help um, disabled youngsters um, participate in sport. So it's working with schools to ensure that, that disabled youngsters have have some of the same experiences I had in sport in school and trying to start their 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 sporting journey earlier than mine mm-hmm. uh, and it and it's also about educating the sports community and community clubs and saying that actually having a disabled person and in your club no no it's easier than than you actually Think and it will enhance every and it will enhance everyone's understanding and appreciation of the overall society as it, as as well. So I deliver disability awareness workshops. Um, it's expanded now into corporate side. So we are actually working with larger with larger organizations training up their staff so actually so if they are customer facing they can hear my stories and they can hear our stories and they can think how small changes actually might affect how they engage with new customers and clients um, mm. it is and it's all about um it's trying to like educate on the next generation in in actually breaking down the barriers and stigma of disability um and letting it letting it find it find its place in in society so that's a little bit about what I do now. Yeah, and it's, you know, I really, I really love hearing you talk about the work you do and, you know, particularly in terms of like raising awareness and sharing stories. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's what I suppose this podcast is all about as well. It's, you know, recognising that everybody has a story to tell. Um, and there's something, you know, for every conversation you have, you will, there's something to be learnt. And often it's about finding, you know, that, that connection with somebody that enables you then to spark a conversation about the motivations and drivers and values and beliefs of that person, as opposed to just looking at them and making assumptions. And I think, you know, we hear a lot, um, there's, you know, there's a lot of talk around unconscious bias and, you know, those sorts of things at the moment. And I think it's fine. How can we find practical ways um, and through your storytelling and using of real life, you know, it's, it's bringing, it's making it real. Um, yeah. And saying, actually, look, I'm a person. This is this is my experience. This is my story, 
um, and I have value and as does everybody else within this environment in a community sports club or society or a school um and yeah that's yeah I really I, I really love love what you're doing and yeah and, and like like hearing more and learning more and they're like I'm actually with, with that with you know with that me is one of my key things is that we use emulation equipment so we take people out of their comfort zones and we ask them to wear uh, visual impairments simulation goggles and ask them to walk and they don't they just stand there and go I can't walk anywhere I'm like well you have to because you can't stand there all day so it's giving them no no little insight into what what others know not around them actually mm. might have to deal with every single day mm. Uh, yeah. And again, that brings us. Watch. <laughs> it brings us back to it almost brings us back to in a, in a way to your poem and some of the, the things that spark out of that because you know, it's about you know all of recognizing that there are things going on in all our lives, but actually the hurdles and barriers that some people face maybe are slightly more life affecting almost than than others. Um, but it doesn't mean they're any less impactful to that person but for you know for for me you know for example you know I look out my window and, and see the world um in color and you know in, in vibrant all of those things I hear the world and yet for somebody who may be visually impaired or hearing impaired you know one of those things has 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 gone and I can't you know I, I can't imagine really what what you know, life would be like because I could you know simulate it for a moment or two but then to kind of think actually that's that's not just I can't just take the blindfold off Actually, I've got to work out a way to, to you know, to get through the world and overcome those hurdles. And I think, you know, there's something really um, valuable about being able to see things from each other's perspective, be that from a disability perspective or an ability perspective or, you know, whatever it might be, um, gender, race, uh, or just two different people seeing the world in different ways. And if we can you know, find that sort of um, time to listen to their story and hear how they experience things, I think that just gives us such a valuable um, place to be able to connect and and talk to each other and yeah, just develop that awareness which you talk about a lot. Yeah. Let's take let let's um you know take an example of maybe you going into a school or you know doing some work with with young people. Um, what are the sort of things from your experience um, that you'll be drawing on when you're in those sorts of environments and and you know working to I suppose firstly it's about helping the young people but also the teachers and maybe even parents around them um you know acknowledge some of these challenges as well yeah it's about um it's about showing that no matter how hard life is or life seems to actually be you always can succeed at something um it actually might be small in actually what you would like but it's it's a it's a start you know and they can actually then build on it um so it's and it's and and it's about no matter the size of your achievement everything really matters and you and you have a place to show the world how good you are and how good you can be as well 
So it's yeah. So I I obviously have been into schools and and like um and I and I and I and I had this one young girl who I coached and her and her granddad came with us came actually with this list of all of the things she cannot actually do and I looked at it and I went okay and I sent him off to go for a coffee and we literally ticked off all of these things she um he said that she couldn't actually do and we showed him I said how do you actually try she went no we didn't try we just actually thought no so actually try everything just experience life mm. I've had a great family that have let me try random things that has driven me around the country and around the world let me try random and stupid things but it has taught actually me a very valuable lesson that you have to try everything and you might succeed in and the way society expects but you succeed in your own achievements and in the way it is meant to be for you mm. and that's definitely a powerful message um that yeah i i i I hear and, um, you know, definitely would love to amplify in terms of that sense of, well, actually two things that come out of that for me. One is, you know, how we often put limits on ourselves, but equally other people often put limits on ourselves before we've even started. Um, so, yeah, just shifting that conversation from, well, I can't do this to, okay, well, what can you do? Um, and I think from, you know, that's something maybe that I come across quite a lot within sport coaching in terms of, you know, maybe coaches who are a little bit fearful or worried about, you know, working people, working and coaching with people with a disability for the first time. And often it's maybe trying to shift that and rather than, rather than start the conversation from exactly that, what can't you do? It's say, well, let's, what can you do? And then leading on to that, what would you like to try? What have you never tried that you'd like to try? And just kind of almost opening up that, um, and, you know, finding a way of giving it a go, but redefining or defining your own success. So knowing that, you know, okay, for all of us, you know, I'm never, I was never ever going to be a gold medal athlete in anything, um, in any sport. Um, but success for me, you know, swimming might be actually, you know, a success was for me the first time I swam a length of front crawl as an adult without kind of nearly drowning because breaststroke was always my stroke. Um, you know that sort of thing. So my next challenge is my two my two oldest nieces both swim. Actually, the third the youngest one starts to swim as well. And sadly, they can both beat me in a front crawl race. So I need to get training because <laughs> so, I'm I'm thinking right. They've had a few months off after locked with lockdown. So maybe this is my time. I can sneak in the river and keep practicing. Um, but yeah, it's redefining that success. And maybe my success is not to be beaten by more than ten seconds. Success <laughs> um, so, is all no. And it's also about not actually where you are now, but actually where you want to be. Mm. And having those dreams and ambitions and actually not letting others dampen those. Absolutely. And I, you know, what I'm hearing from you is actually a lot of your, you know, maybe work with young people in particular is 
is helping them understand that and almost opening their eyes to possibility as opposed to it being a bit confined by maybe what the people around them or you know broader society labels somebody as being able to achieve or not yeah yeah i i have i, I have worked with disadvantaged youngsters and it is about you know and it's about actually them turning up to a session every day for the next 12 weeks that's all of that that is all I am asking you to do and if they can achieve actually that we have we or they have a achieve something that they never did in, in, in school maybe and mm-hmm. they have something at, at at the end of it so it is about that it's it's and, it, and it's about defining what is your own successes and and your own journey there as it shall because you know like and like everybody else is like like everyone's journey is completely different and we have to know as a as a society or a community have to acknowledge that as well Mm, yes definitely definitely and I'm I'm just sort of as we approach the end of, of this conversation I keep being drawn back to your quote and your poem and you know it's it's really interesting how sort of some words and something that's been with you for so long does you know just gently weaves its way back into into the conversation in terms of learning and success and and not quitting and you know just keeping yourself going and however small that step may be just keeping pushing forward so yes yeah, it's, it's it just really I find it fascinating that it does yeah, something, and maybe it's because it's in my head right now because you've just read it to me. But it just this conversation just really brings it to life. Yeah, it's um, you know, that little poem has it has literally been there through everything, and it was in my you no, know, it was sponged up out of my athletics bag, and it was in my work bag, and, it, and now 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 it's on my com computer screen it's kind of it just every day actually means something and knowing it and it means something different every single day as well Mm. yes because actually that challenge could be a sporting challenge so it could be you know the biggest competition of your life but equally it could be preparing for you know a presentation it could be, you know, preparing for a podcast and get, you know, those sorts of things. It, you know, it's also, but equally for somebody else, it might be actually the big, a big challenge of the week might be getting out of bed in the morning, exactly. getting out, getting out the front door, all those sorts of things. So challenges come in different shapes and sizes for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's that, that's, there's, I think if we can acknowledge that within each other, we generate a little bit more, I don't know, empathy, maybe understanding. Um, yeah. And I think that's really I mean, important. You know, like, you know, and I, and I acknowledgement because I, I think people don't always acknowledge how hard life is for someone else. They are just all in, all consumed and in how hard actually their own life is. They don't mm. I think about 
some someone else that actually might be struggling as well. Mm. And I think it's small, you know, actually quite small, well, relatively small things in terms of, you know, for me, you know, I, I'm I'm used to recording podcasts now, um, although it's still relatively new. Um, but almost the effort and the preparation and the focus and concentration um, and overcoming nerves for you having not done it before uh, and those and you know and to be able to to do that you know that's 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 acknowledging that so you know for me speaking is and you know walking down the street whereas for other people actually the effort that goes in behind there's so you know I've seen um, videos on the internet at the moment there's like a little boy who had his legs amputated um, at birth or not long after after birth and now you know, is walking um, and raising money and those sorts of things. And, you know, for somebody else, walk, you know, let's say it's walking a mile. For somebody, one person, actually, that's just, oh, well, I do that every day just to go to the shops and back. But for somebody else, walking a mile is like the equivalent of climbing Everest for somebody else. Um, and it's, you know, sometimes acknowledging the stuff that we maybe take for granted for somebody else is, you know, it's a whole different challenge. And, and, and we'll never know unless we ask or have a you know have a conversation about it and just understand their experiences a little bit more yeah so I've, I've got I suppose two questions final questions to wrap up for you um we've talked about success and achievement and it being you know different scales but I'm curious about what your it could be anything you know what's the thing that that in your career or life or you know experience today what what of your achievements or successes are you you know, most proud of or satisfied with in terms of looking back or or maybe it's not happened yet. You know, what's the thing that you're kind of most, yeah, I'm really happy I did that. I think it's um, showing showing others that actually maybe who didn't have my or didn't share my vision and didn't, um, didn't, share like how much I actually would achieve and they always had negative comments or they actually questioned why I was doing something because I shouldn't actually be doing that because you know like because I have a disability and stuff it's and that drives us on every day and no no that's actually my my huge uh, chief. I think setting up actually my business. I never in a million years thought I would ever set up a business. <laughs> I was like, when she, um, when someone mentioned it, I just laughed and went, "Come on, I went, no, seriously, do it." Um, so I haven't worked hard, and it's still really new, but I'm so proud of how far it's come really am and there is still much of the journey left to experience and explore it's still so new which is exciting and um and yeah I don't, you know just talking to you I you know I, and we've we've had a brief phone call a little while ago before lockdown because the plan was to meet in person but hey yeah. stuff happens and you change your plans so we're talking over zoom and recording this um but I'm sure at some point we'll meet up over coffee and you know I just I, I think there's a whole host of things that I admire about what you, you you do but you know it is that sense of not quitting and coming back to that poem and and actually inspiring that belief in yourself 
and other people in terms of looking at what they can do as opposed to what they can't do and raising that awareness amongst yeah the individuals themselves but also the people around them to, to challenge us I suppose all of us not to limit other people because of our own limiting beliefs um, and equally don't limit yourself that's something really um, that's really come out of, for me of this conversation and, and briefly before um, but as ever I'll invite you as my guest to kind of maybe offer some final reflections and kind of have the last the last word and you know what what message or what key reflection um, would you like to leave people with um, as we wrap up you know, and I, I, I think as everyone has to realise that yes, life is hard, challenging. We are, we are like in the middle of a pandemic. How everyone is realising of how hard life is. So much, so much times, but it, it's about. Um, setting your own goals it's about achieving what you want to uh, achieve in life and um, just actually living it for you and being proud of who you are and just having that belief that you can achieve anything that you at your mind to yeah fabulous so yeah I will take don't quit and you can achieve everything that you set your mind to that's what I will take away from our conversation so um yeah thank you ever so much for your time um and I'm sure at some point we'll meet we'll meet in person and and carry on the conversation over a coffee or something somewhere so yeah thank you very much for your time Thank you very much. You have been listening to the Coffee and Conversation podcast, the podcast that celebrates great people making amazing things happen. My thanks again to my guest, Claire Buckle, and also to you for listening. If you are curious to discover more about the work that Claire is exploring in her social enterprise, you can visit her website at ability-consultancy.co.uk. Until the next time, take care.